Greetings and hello, fellow Trekkies. Welcome back to another episode of Yelling About Star Trek. My name is Christian Fox, and this is a show where I yell at you about all things Star Trek for your amusement, so I'm not yelling at my friends and family who don't want to hear my thoughts and theories on this fantastic franchise. Now today, before I start, there's a few things I want to say. One, if you haven't seen the most recent episode of Star Trek Strange New Worlds, then stop immediately, watch the episode, and then come back, because I'm going to be getting into some really heavy spoilers. So please, please go ahead and watch that episode and then come back. Now, the second thing I want to say is that this is actually an experimental episode because I'm also filming this podcast, which uh, by the end of this, you'll be able to watch this on YouTube. So I just want to see how this works. I kind of want to play around with having a video podcast. So I thought, you know what, why not try filming this one? And then I'll plop it on my YouTube channel and we'll see how this goes. Because a podcast obviously is primarily an audio experience. So I really want to make sure that I've got my audio dialed in. And so far from what I can tell, everything sounds amazing, at least to my ears. I could be completely wrong about that. And the final thing I want to say about this episode is that this is a more free-flowing conversation, more so than usual. I mean, usually my conversations are free-flowing, but I have a pretty defined place I want to go. But today I kind of want to just not do therapy, but I really want to kind of explore my own thoughts and feelings. And now finally, and now the final thing I want to say is that this episode is not going to be as organized as my other ones. Usually I have a pretty clear idea of where I want to go and what I want to say in the conversation. And obviously I do have conversations and things change, but generally I have a pretty good idea of where the episode is going to go, or at least where I want it to go when I start recording. But today is a bit different because I really want to unpack my own feelings and work through my thoughts and emotions as to what happened on Strange New Worlds, because it's a lot. Again, before I continue, before I get any farther in this podcast, if you haven't seen Strange New Worlds Episode 9, then please, please go ahead and watch that now and come back afterwards, because I'm about to spoil the heck. But first, you know the drill. Get out of your space pajamas, put on your shiny spare boots, Get a cup of coffee, get a cup of tea, maybe some iced tea if you want to pull the Archer Maneuver, and brace for impact because we are about to get nerdy and things might get a little bit emotional. So let's just talk about it. In the most recent episode of Strange New Worlds, Episode 9, Chief Engineer Hammer died. Okay, let's acknowledge that. Chief Hammer died. And I have... So many mixed feelings about that. So many thoughts I really want to explore and things I want to not convey, but just process, as I mentioned earlier. Now, the reason that I feel so mixed about this is because I fell in love with the character. As I talked about in one of my previous episodes a few weeks ago, the thing that was frustrating me about Strange New Worlds in the best possible way is that it was messing up my rankings. And... What I mean by that is I have fallen in love with all those characters to the point where all of my previous rankings are now in question because of, well, where do I put the Strange New Worlds characters? Because they're so great. And how do I place 
the amazing Captain Pike against Captain Picard, who is my favorite captain of all time, closely followed by Captain Janeway. So where do I put Pike? So this was a problem for me, a very good problem to have, because now we just have even more Star Trek characters, but no less challenging because of, well, where do I put them? And Hammer was on that list. Chief Engineer Hammer was someone who, I guess within maybe the first scene that he was introduced in, when they're cooking dinner and Hammer has some dialogue to Uhura, where Uhura is like trying to help him. And he's like, please don't help me. I, I got this. And, and, you know, they really had a great exchange and one that I was like, all right, Hammer, I'm in. You've got me. Let's do this. And from that point forward, I was like, all right, Hammer's a great, an amazing engineer. He has a gruffness that I love. I love when characters are a bit gruff and not like super warm and fuzzy people like Odo and Worf. But then, of course, he has the warm and fuzzy layer in that, yeah, he's a little bit gruff to Uhura and doesn't immediately say, Uhura, you're amazing. But he really helps her grow into her own. And has some really nice heart-to-hearts with her about Starfleet and about finding your true purpose and your true path and all of those things. So I love that combination of super gruff and like, oh, I'm, a, I'm a tough guy, but I'm also super thoughtful and, and heartwarming. So I love that combination. I love the fact that he is blind because he is uh, an Enar. An Enar? Enar? I always get this confused. And I just watched the Enar episode of Enterprise like literally a month ago. So I don't know why I'm always so confused about how to say the name of the species. But I love that, yeah, we get to see an Enar, an Enar in Star Trek because we haven't really been able to explore them that much beyond that one episode of Enterprise. So that was really cool. And I love the fact that the actor Bruce Herrock. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly as well. (laughs) I don't mean to be butchering names today, but I hope I'm saying that correctly. But the fact that he is about 95% blind, I think is amazing. And something that I didn't even know until recently, but I think it's so cool. So cool to actually have a blind actor playing a blind character. Now we have had blind characters before, of course, being Jordy, being the big one. I don't know if we've actually had any other ones, but Jordy is the, he's the guy, but you know, LeVar Burton is not blind, which is fine. No one's faulting him for that. But it's so cool to actually have a blind actor playing a blind character. So that, to me, just really elevates Hammer's awesomeness. So you've got that. And then I just, there's something about Hammer that I just found so, so awesome. Again, maybe it's the gruffness, it's the coolness, it's the fact that he clearly is the best guy for the job. He knows what to do when it comes to engineering And he isn't in a ton of the episodes. And yes, he has scenes here and there, but he's not a character that I think has been featured as much as the other characters. I know Una is also suffering from that a little bit, but probably more so than Hemmer. Whereas when Hemmer's on screen, he's doing stuff. He's doing some really cool things. He's just not always on screen. And Hemmer seems to have this really unique ability to help people work through their problems. And Hemmer just seems to really connect with people on the ship, you know, in the, in the, not this episode, but the previous episode kingdoms, you know, not in episode nine, but in episode eight, he was really, really great with Dr. Mbenga when Dr. Mbenga was going through his own personal crisis. And so I think he's just such a standout character and the, and I feel so mixed about his death because I love hammer and the way his death was done 
And his speech at the end was so touching, and it was done tastefully. It wasn't too gratuitous, even though the episode itself with the Gorn running around were a bit gratuitous. And I, I can't fathom how Captain Kirk was able to fight a Gorn when we've actually seen what the Gorn really are like, not just the, the lizard man suit in the original series or the weird like 2005 CGI in, in Enterprise. But now we've actually gotten to see a real Gorn, one that's like, okay, now I understand what everybody's talking about. Now I get why characters like, hey, Gorn space, let's just get out of here. Let's not deal with them. Um, so the Gorn were terrifying, but they were very, very violent. And there was lots of blood in this episode, a lot more so than another Trek. So it was a bit gratuitous, but with Hammer's death, it wasn't. It was done tastefully. It had an impact. Characters reacted. It wasn't just like, oh, I'm sad that he's dead, and now, okay, let's move on. But they had a really good funeral for him. And a lot of the speeches and what Uhura was saying, and and even Ortega's had some really nice things to say about Hammer and really thoughtful things. The fact that Spock was struggling so hard with Hammer's death, even though, granted, he had just unlocked his anger I don't know what you would call it, but I guess he was able to tap into his anger and be like, all right, I'm tapping into my emotion. Let's get angry. Let's punch walls. Let's save the day kind of thing. And so, yeah, you saw that coming or so you saw that happen. But when Spock is kind of losing it in the funeral, it's like, whoa, not only is he still grappling with that. And you really get to see the impact that that Hammer's death had on on Spock. And it wasn't just Hammer. It was also the other two officers that died. And I think it's really, you know, really moving that they were able to show a picture of all three of them. And I would have liked to have some more speeches with the other characters because, yes, they weren't named characters, but they were on the ship and they were real people and were, you know, people that the other characters knew because they don't know they're on a TV show. They think it's real life. So it would have been nice to have a little bit more of a eulogy for them. But the way they dealt with Hammer was so tasteful and they really seemed to be handling death in a different way than in previous Trek. Not that they wouldn't ever have really thought, but that was a really tasteful eulogy. And so we actually get to see this in Star Trek. So from a story standpoint, I think it was a well-deserved death in a weird way, not to say that he deserved to die, but it was really handled well and it was done tastefully. And it justifies why it happened in the sense that we're going to be feeling the impact of Hemmer's death for a long time to come. Spock is going to be dealing with it. Uhura is going to be dealing with it, especially because Uhura and Hemmer have a really unique bond. So I think the death justified itself in the sense that this will have a larger impact on Strange New Worlds going forward. Now, why I have mixed feelings about it is because Hemmer's dead. I love Hemmer. I was, I was like, all right, Again, going back to my previous ranking episode, my comment about Hammer, and I think I was saying this about basically everybody, but Hammer was right up there in the sense that I think with time, all of these characters can get to like their number number two spots, maybe number one. I don't know. Who knows what can happen? But I just wanted to see more of them. So with Hammer, I would love to have had more Hammer and maybe see him down the road. What is Hammer like in season nine? Season 10? Strange New Worlds. And I'm, you know, 10 seasons is a lot. But as we know, but as we know, it won't be for another 10 years that Captain Pike has the radiation experience, if you want to call it that. I can't think of a better term for it. But when he's when he's dealing with that disaster, 
So we have 10 years of, of Pike and the crew. So presumably each season is one year. And so, yeah, we could get 10 seasons of it if the ratings do well. But assuming that best case scenario, you know, but assuming that best case scenario, then yeah, we would get 10 years of Strange New Worlds and 10 years of Hammer. And the fact that we're not going to be able to experience that is so, so frustrating. And, you know, the other the, the other example that I can think of is Tasha Yar, who quite frankly deserved better. And she was able to get better with yesterday's Enterprise. But that was something I don't blame the series for as much, just because it was the actor who wanted out and she wasn't really kind of feeling the show. So I totally get that. And I'm glad that Denise Crosby was able to come back in the series. But I get the sense with Hammer or rather with Bruce Herrick is that, yes, he knew it was coming, which I appreciate. I'm so glad that he knew ahead of time that it was coming. It wasn't a surprise to him. He wasn't like, all right, I'm going to be chief engineer on a Star Trek show and I'm going to be there for 10 years or, or whatever it is. But he, he knew that going in that it was going to be a, a limited role. So I, I don't fault anyone for that. I just wish they didn't do that. It's one of those things where, yes, a character has to die sometimes, but also they don't have to. All you have to do is just write the line of dialogue. Oh, Hammer's not dead. <laughs> or or just not put Hammer in that situation. So I, I, I would have... I don't know, because again, it was handled very well. It was thoughtful. It It's justified in the sense that characters are going to be grappling with this for quite a while. And this is definitely going to impact the show in the sense. I keep saying in the sense, and I apologize. I'm, I'm all over the place, man. I'll tell you, before I get too sidetracked, I watched the episode last night. And I'm recording this on July 1st. You probably hear this, hopefully, hopefully relatively soon this weekend. Maybe not watch it. The, the The editing of this video is going to be a bit more complicated. But so I watched this last night. I enjoyed it. Devastated by Hammer's death. And then I moved on with my night, did other stuff. And then I went to bed. And periodically throughout the night, I'd wake up and go, ah, Hammer's dead. Why is he dead? Like, why can't it just be, oh, sorry, everybody. <laughs> that was a joke. He's actually not dead. He He's fine. Uh, we'll bring him out a bit later. It was a prank, really terrible prank or something. But no, I kept waking up going, my gosh, Hammer's dead. And this is a thought that I've been having all day. I'm like, finally, I just got to record this episode because I, I got to talk about it. So what I'm trying to say and going all the way back around to where I was where I was originally before I went on this tangent is that from a story perspective, I think they handled it well. And I think the writers maybe are going to be able to justify it even better later in this series. It just it just bums me out that Hammer is dead because there's so much potential for that character. And I would have loved to have seen more of him. Uh, yeah, I, I really just, I don't know what to make of it. And, you know, I was, I've been struggling all week to try and come up with a topic. I'm like, do I do a ranking? Do I go, do I do a ranking of the first officers, which will happen. So stay tuned for that. Do I talk about the uniforms? What do I talk about? But then with Emmer dying in the episode, I was like, this is what I got to talk about because this is all I can think about is Emmer's death. And I, again, I'm so mixed on it because on one hand, it was handled well and tastefully and Bruce Herrick knew that he was going to die. It wasn't a surprise to him. 
And the characters are really going to be grappling with that loss later in the series. And I think based on what I've seen, the writers will make good on that. But I'm still disappointed that he's dead because I I love that character. And I really think he's amazing. And he's becoming one of my favorite things about Strange New World, which is almost, at this point, everything about the show. But whenever he's on screen, I'm excited because I know whatever Hammer is doing, there's going to be some great dialogue. There's going to be a great character moment. Or he's going to do something incredible that's going to save the ship. But whatever it is, it's going to be good. And you can't say that about a lot of characters. And again, I keep saying this, and I'm going to... (laughs) I'm probably going to be saying this hopefully until the series comes to an end in 10 years, but strange new world at this point is almost doing no wrong with the exception being of Una. I mean, we need some more Una. No people have, have commented on that and I've had some discussions about that. So we need more Una. So please do right by that. But beyond that, there's, there's no characters where I'm like, Oh, they're on screen. Whereas there's other Star Trek series where I'm like, okay, I get we have to have everybody in here and okay why why are we talking to this character can we just move on you know I, I'm not going to get into too many of which characters there are cuz that that gets very negative but with Hammer it's like yeah anytime he's on screen I'm in I'm engaged in the scene so the fact that Hammer died in in this epi- in this week's episode is just so emotionally devastating and in a lot of ways, I feel like I'm grieving for a real person. I don't want to make light of that because I've experienced loss recently. You know, my mom passed away last fall and, and that was hard. And I still wake up thinking about it. And it's like, man, I would love to see my mom again. And say with my grandparents who I realize I'm never going to have that experience of having a conversation with them ever again or giving them a hug. So I feel that to some degree with Hemmer, even though I've never met Bruce Herrick and he is He's alive. He's he's doing fine. Hemmer, as you might know, is not a real person because he's an alien on a fictional show. So he's not real. So he's not really dead. Like the fact that they'll never get to see Hemmer again on screen being Hemmer is is um is hurtful. Not hurtful. I don't know what to say. There's a lot of things where I'm like, I really don't know the right phrasing of things because I am just all over the place. With, with this. So I hope this is not too meandering. I hope you're kind of following my, my thesis statement, if you will. And I've lost my train of thought again. So I apologize. And we will be moving this train along. You know, and that's what I wanted to say about Hammer. I really think he was an amazing character. And I really am just so disappointed and sad that we'll never get to see him again. And maybe they'll bring him back in other ways. Maybe we'll get a prequel series. I don't think we get a prequel series. I don't know what what I'm talking about, but maybe we'll get him because it's Star Trek and no one's really dead in Star Trek. But from what I can tell right now, yeah, we're not going to be seeing Hammer again. And that sucks. Quite frankly, it sucks. But again, I want to give the strange new worlds crew credit because the writers and directors handled it very tastefully and Bruce Herrock knew it was coming, so when he signed on for the show, it wasn't a surprise to him. So I really do appreciate all of that. It still sucks, though. But what about you? Do you think it was a good call? Did they make the right choice when they killed off Hammer? How was it handled? Or are you like me, where you thought, yeah, it was well done, but it just sucks that we're not going to see Hammer again? Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. And before I go, I do want to 
plug some of my other shows that I'm in. So I actually do another sci-fi podcast called the Big Sci-Fi Podcast, where we talk about all things sci-fi, not just Trek, but we do do a lot of Trek. And I'm also part of a newer podcast called Trekking with the Fam with Mark Sickle. And Mark Sickle was actually on this very show a few months ago. And as you might know, he has a Facebook group called the Star Trek Family, which is a really cool group where fans can interact with each other and have great conversations about Trek, but also interact with the stars behind Star Trek, which is just so cool. And so we're doing a show together and I'm having a lot of fun and you should be seeing those episodes very, very soon. And finally, and of course, let me know what you like and what you don't like about the show because my goal is to make a podcast that you enjoy listening to and now watching. So please, please let me know. I'd love your feedback. And in the paraphrase words of Captain Kirk, I shall see you out there that away.